This episode, we will dive deep into what was once one of music's best-kept secrets. The song Time in a Bottle by Jim Croce only became famous just months after his death, eventually reaching number one on Billboard charts. Join me and my friend, Mr. Sam Norris, as we discuss why this hit song was hidden for so long. Good afternoon, evening, morning, or night. I hope you're all having a great day. Thanks for joining me on episode one of Music You Should Know. Today I have a couple special guests, including multi-instrumentalist and member of the Big Valley Band from Bryan, Texas, Mr. Sam Norris. I also have a very good friend of mine, Miss Amelia Flug, here to update you with a few songs that should be on your radar. So without further ado, Sam, if you'll go ahead and introduce yourself, we can get started. Howdy, I'm Sam Norris. I'm a Fighting Texas Aggie, class of 2021, hey, whoop, and I'm delighted to join Tony today. I'm a multi-instrumentalist, primarily playing pedal steel, um, so I'm a bit of a master of all trades, jack of uh, none. Thanks for being here, Sam. Um, I'll go ahead and introduce our topic for today. Time in a Bottle was released in 1972 on Jim Croce's You Don't Mess Around with Jim album. This album included multiple big songs for Croce, including You Don't Mess Around with Jim, New York's Not My Home, Photographs and Memories, Walking Back to Georgia, Operator, and Rapid Roy. Fast forward to July of 1973, Bad Bad Leroy Brown, Croce's biggest song, was released on Life and Times, his next album. Later on in that year, September 20th of 1973, Jim Croce died suddenly in a plane crash. Time in a Bottle, the song originally released on the You Don't Mess Around With Jim album, was re-released just a few months later as a single. By the end of December, the song was number one. The third song to ever be number one while the artist who originally sang it was dead, following Otis Redding and Janis Joplin. So Sam's here today to talk to me about his opinions on Croce and Time in a Bottle and why this song remained a hidden gem for so long. You know, there's over a year where this song was pretty much undiscovered and boom he dies and it's number one on billboard and one of the, his biggest songs so sam why do you think that um the song didn't go number one on the original recording or the original release yeah uh so first of all i mean you can't under you can't overstate how awesome crochet is if you admire songwriting if you admire guitar playing uh, if you admire singing, you can't overlook him. I mean, uh, he's he's one of my a big inspiration for me, uh, and his guitarist is also uh, very worth checking out. But I mean, I was listening as, to you as you read those tracks, and starting off even on the original album. I mean, you have Operator, you have Walking Back to Georgia, um, if, some great songs. Yeah, seriously, those are some of my favorites. Um, I, I prefer them a little bit more than Time in the Bottle, actually, but um, they seem to be a little bit more popular, and I have to imagine that that was the case back then. So, so that makes sense that even among his catalog, that they that that song might be over. Not, I'm not going to say overshadowed, but um, outshined by other songs that uh, that the public eye is, is was more drawn to. 
And let's look at the context. I mean, Croce, he was uh, he was a New Yorker, if I'm familiar. He 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 was a little older than than most when they when he got a start. Um, he was married already. He, his wife uh, convinced him to pursue his art, and so he he started recording and, and playing music. And um, but I mean, by that time, he he clearly had not reached his his peak popularity. Um, and then let's go on to the summer of '73 when when his next album, Photographs and Memories, was released. Um, I mean. Look at Bad, Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. I'm not gonna, I wasn't alive back then. I can't talk to the popularity, but um, even today, that's one of his more recognizable songs. Right, everybody knows that song. Right, I mean, just anecdotally, like, you know, my dad as a kid, the only time he was allowed to cuss and say damn was when he was <laughs> singing along to the song. Um, that's great. And so that's, that's just one indication of the, its wide reach. Um, but I, you know, I, by this time, um, there, he wasn't going to be competing with the, the folk scene, you know, out of Greenwich Village in the late sixties. Um, by, by this time that had sort of died down. And so we were seeing, um, you know, I, I think Simon and Garfunkel, they, they had already, they were already gone. Um, Gordon Lightfoot was going on, but, um. He, he's the, the closest analog to, to Croce, I would say. Um, but I don't think that, you know, that, that competition would keep him out of, out of the charts. I think it's, I don't think competition will ever keep you out of the charts if it's something good. Right. I think both of them would, would have been propelled into high ranks if, if, if they were meant to be, you know? I'd agree with that. So I guess what it boils down to is, do you, in your opinion, is the song "Time in a Bottle" worthy of that number one spot on the Billboard charts, or if the plane crash, that, you know, his tragic death, if that had never happened, do you think the song would have reached that level, or is that purely, you know, setting and, you know, the the music scene kind of mourning this death? I think I'll, I'll get a little bit philosophical here. I'll say that no song is is intrinsically worthy of the number one slot. I mean, okay. let's let's look at the Grammys. I mean, there's certainly a lot of albums that win Best Album of the Year or songs that win Best Song of the Year. A lot of those truly deserve it, but a lot of it is political and, and whatnot. And so the charts are ultimately a popularity contest. There's, there's far better music at all times that are excluded from the charts, um, but some great music is represented up there. So um, I do think that Time in the Bottle was deserving of a high rank on the charts. At the same time, I do not think he would have gotten there had it not been the, the events surrounding Crochet's death and that plane crash. Wow. I mean, Time in the Bottle, it's a beautiful song. It's got beautiful it lyrics. It's, it's a little bit haunting, you know? So um, I think that I, w I would question why, why that song that got catapulted why not some some other beautiful haunting crochet songs because they are out there right um, so I think we we can never know the answer to that question but but there's mine so I guess this song kind of in my opinion encapsulated for a long time the definition of a deep cut or a hidden gem it may not be worthy even though this one did receive the billboards top you know 
has a lot of meaning behind it, um, a lot of soul, a lot of feel to it, and was overlooked for you know nearly a whole year. So to me, this song is one of the definitions of a hidden gem, and this one just so happened to gain that popularity and gain that number one spot because of the circumstances, in my opinion. I'm kind of on your side about this. While it is a great song, I mean, when you look at some of these other ones that were released in that year, you know, you've got Will They Go Around in Circles, Billy Preston, You're So Vain, Carly Simon, Brother Louie, Stories, um, even some of Croce's other songs, you know, Bad Bad Leroy Brown and Photographs and Memories, Walking Back to Georgia. This song doesn't, doesn't top those for me. While it is a great song, and I do, I love it, you know, I, I listen to it a lot. It makes me think. It makes me you know, feel. I think this song is a definition of a deep cut and of a hidden gem, but I also don't think, I'm, I'm on your team here, I don't think it deserves that number one spot. Regardless of how we feel, whether it deserved number one, I think we can both agree that it's a great song. Absolutely. It's a beautiful song. It, it's good now, it was good then, and it's going to be good in 50 years. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's all we have for you today, folks. But before I let you go, my good friend Amelia Flug is here with a few songs that you should keep on your radar. Amelia? All right, so my first song is American Pie by Don McLean. This song was written in the early 1970s, and Don McLean was a newspaper boy. Yeah. And when Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and Big Bopper all died in a plane crash, he was delivering the newspaper and read it broke his heart and the whole song's basically a hate speech on Bob Dylan. I oh. love Bob Dylan. Don't get me wrong, I love him, but the entire song has a bunch of hidden history. He talks about Janis Joplin in it, he talks about the Beatles in it. And okay. it's an eight minute song, so it's really long, but there's a lot to unpack in there and it's really interesting. Right. My second song is Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. I okay. think the Beastie Boys are so <laughs> underrated. Um, they're just some guys that like to have fun and make music and I think it's so interesting because if the Beastie Boys made music today, yeah. everyone would hate it. That's everyone true. would hate it. It's A lot of people still hate it. Yeah, it's loud and it's rambunctious, but it's so good and that song is one of my favorite ones. My third song is Lancaster Nights by Charlie Berg. This one's a different vibe. This one's a, uh, it's more of a groovy song and there's a whole okay. saxophone solo in the end, but it's a recently made song and so I think it's interesting that there's a saxophone solo because nice. you don't really hear jazzy music recently. Yeah. And then my last song is Friend Zone by Huron John, also in the groovy vibe. Um, I really like when songs have commentary in the background when you like they take a break from their singing and there's talking and there's little comments in the back and that song is full yeah, of them. Thank you so much for joining us today folks on episode one of Music You Should Know. Check out episode two, where I break down the subgenre of Red Dirt Country and all that that sound and scene has to offer. See you later.